Hello and welcome to all you audio listeners, which is all of you, to the What's Booking Cookbook Podcast. I'm your host, Britch Crotch Dangerman, and joining me, as always, is professional cupcake taste tester, Finny and Gumbo, who just got back from watching his famous cranberry poppy seed stew win in a competition over the Chattanooga Orange Arctic Choke Bagels. Across from me is the ever-wonderful, though somewhat heartbroken, Thistle 2 Rutabaga. In a different Coke and competition, we saw his Kentucky Fried Cinnamon Chips lose to the Bristol Iron Wool Pop Schmear. And lastly, we have the thrice fried but never salted Jernigan Quattrocep to my left as we are waiting for his Napa Valley blue cheese spread to face off against the Flanagan Billy Fries in the last show off on this week's cook-off medical treatment procedure showdown. With that being said, let's start off with the only weekly kitchen news memo that you need to care about. It's the Jernigan Memorandum. Oh, fuck, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is still losing it. Can't contain himself. I, I have absolutely no idea what that just was. I'm, I am just as appalled as I am amazed. Oh How long did that take you to write? Three minutes. Holy crap. Oh my God. That was incredible. <laughs> You're right, Matt. Oh my God. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for him to stop being a little dead before I start oh the job. Yeah, no, I'm just going to start it. Despite it. Fuck it. Wow. Just go. Alright guys, I'm Joby, and I report straight to your mobile device or PC in every possible reality and in every dimension. How you doing? <laughs> oh my god. During last night's electrifying game between the Patriots and Chiefs, a fan threw a full beer at Tyree Kill when he ran in a huge touchdown. This morning, the Patriots organization officially banned that fan, and Tyree Kill is looking to press charges along with the NFLPA. Good. I'm all for talk of trash. In fact, I love talk of trash. I talk trash more than most people talk trash. Don't do any. Don't don't throw beer at players. Don't do anything physical to players or other fans. Get out of here. Get out of here with that shit. No. Is, is making somebody sticky a federal offense? A chargeable offense? Um, technically, it's assault. No. Well, yeah, but no. I don't know, man. I think it would have been different if he'd have thrown the beer bottle at him. He didn't. I mean, he just splashed the beer in his face. He dumped it. He didn't splash. Yeah, he tried it. to no, drown. No, I mean, like me. he, like he, he waterboarded. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm just being devil's advocate here. I want to put that out there so it doesn't seem like I'm just a dick. No, no, no. It's true. Yeah, yeah, but no, like he, uh, yeah, it's totally, technically assault. So enjoy that little tip. But he's not gonna get charged with assault. Probably gonna get like fined or something. I don't know why he's looking to press charges. Honestly, he got punished. He did. Apparently, that dude was a season ticket holder too. So. Was he really? Yes. Well, someone's getting someone on that waiting list is getting a in more season tickets. Getting more season tickets. So someone on that list is someone who clearly deserves it because not hopefully not going to throw beer on a player. I don't know, man. Or get their season tickets. What a loser. He's damn Bro. dummy. He's a goddamn dummy. He's a big old stupid dummy. Big old stupid goddamn dummy. That's right. Big old dummy. The Raiders are officially shopping wide receiver Amari Cooper, but they're asking for a first-round draft pick for him. Cue the sad music. and Nobody's aww. giving up a first for Amari Cooper. No, no, literally nobody. Remember when he came out and said during training camp, Amari Cooper's going to be the centerpiece of our offense. I think he just wants to clear house. I think they're going to get rid of Derek Carr, too. No, no, they are. But I swear to God, they're going to get rid of Derek Carr From by next MVP year. But I'm going to talk more. But I actually am going to talk about that in a deep dive after the drubby. So we'll, we'll get into New that segment, in a New segment, deep dive. 
Little oh. jumpy deep dive. Just kidding. Certified couch gremlin Le'Veon Bell will not report to the Steelers' bye week like we've been hearing for the past week. All this time, and he still hasn't even made contact with the team by any stretch. He's got to show getting, up. It's getting to the point. He's got to show up at some point if he wants a contract next year, though. Right. Mm. Like, so he's got to show up at some point. And it's getting to the point to where, like, I think even big fans of Le'Veon are probably starting to get frustrated. Mm-hmm. He, sh- he should have, at this point, at least made contact with the team. It's getting a little... Gonna be a little much now. You're almost halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are technically. By the, the time, time by the back. time the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing again, it's halfway through the year. You're right. So Get nothing. Little little much now. Him and uh, him and James Conner had a really like nice exchange though on Twitter though. So I feel like he's in good terms with the team, or the like his teammates. I nobody, just... yeah, nobody knows because he hasn't contacted the team. He hasn't talked to anybody. Yeah. Apparently, he only talked to Adam Schefter, and that's it. Uh, Jeremy Fowler. Well. Jerry Fowler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he. I mean, he seems to be supporting James Conner. Like he was proud of him because he was talking about. He tweeted about like, man, James looking good. Yeah. And then James replied to him. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. Paul Allen, the owner of the Seahawks, has passed away today from Hodge, to non-Hodgkin's lymphoma at age sixty-five. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, my sympathies go out to his family. He had a good team. He did. Yeah, during his tenure he was there. One of the good owners too. Yeah, man. he was a he was one of he the was better a, owners. He was he was the uh, co-founder of Microsoft. Mm, mm. He also owned a baseball team too, I think. Probably the Mariners. Probably. I uh, must have bought him from Nintendo because Nintendo owned the Mariners. No, it wasn't the Mariners. It was somebody else. I I forget. I didn't write it I down. I don't know. I don't know who else the. He owned he owned some. Hold on, I'm gonna do it. Kill time real quick. He he uh, no he he. Was behind the team when it was at some of its greatest moments in the past few years. Uh, the entire time he was behind, them, they made all those Super Bowl runs and they've been excellent. Uh, and it's it sucks for him to go away, leaving everything to his family. But you know, so who um, lymphoma's a bitch. I'm assuming like one of the people in the Allen family is taking the team over. I think so. We haven't heard anything yet. Like, does he have like children that actually care about football? <laughs> Probably. So that at least somebody. I'm assuming he at least had to have something set up. Right. So that someone was going to, you know, so that the Seahawks weren't just weren't going to have an owner. I could do it. He had something set you up. You could do it. He I was uh, he was cancer-free until March, I think, and then he went out and publicly said that it returned. Yes, I remember that. And then, I remember uh, hearing that. Yeah, and then he, he passed away this morning. Um, he was the owner of the Trailblazers. Oh. Oh. So basketball, basketball team. That's a basketball team. Basketball team, team yeah. yeah. My bad. I didn't know that. I didn't know he owned the Trailblazers. I'm trying. Yeah, he owned the Trailblazers. He apparently has owned them for longer than he owned the Seahawks. He bought the Trailblazers first. Did he really? Mm-hmm. He's been an owner. He's been their owner for so a long time. So he's been he's been the owner of the Seattle Seahawks when they were good, and he's been the owner of the Trailblazers ever since. I'm trying, Linda. Yeah, he went from the the co <laughs> the co-founder of Microsoft to the owner of two franchise teams. That's pretty cool. Yeah, apparently the players really respected him and everything too. Yeah, that's what, like what Matt said. He was like one of the more liked owners. In the league. Yep, so fortunate cancer took so, him. My sympathies yeah. go out. Yep. Moving on, the Bucks have fired their defensive coordinator, Mike Smith, and replaced him with linebacker coach Mark Duffner. How much is going to change, guys? You know what's really funny about the firing? Nothing. What? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that Somebody worked. lost their job. That worked, that worked both ways. Uh, Mike Smith's final job as a defensive coordinator against well, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was against his old team, the Atlanta Falcons. Oof. That was the that was the game that got him fired. Rip, big old big old rip. 
so no, ain't, ain't gonna change too much with that. No, not, not unless he's had time. I don't know. It's uh, I don't even know who Mike Duffner is. I have no idea who he is. So, I'm sure the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense is still just gonna suck. Oh yeah, for sure. So <laughs> they're yeah, supposed yeah. to have like the better D line or something, right? They have they have a good front seven. Yeah, it's it's the secondary. Secondary is ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, you should take the linebacker think, coach. I think uh, Vita Vita just got his first uh, game time in last week, or maybe yeah, mm, mm, because mm. he was supposed to be out back after the bye. He was my favorite defensive tackle. He was insane. Yeah, yeah, he's he was really good in the combine. Oh, he'll have been injured. Yes, good chance to do shit, maybe. Yeah. After the Jags lost to the Cowboys on Sunday, Jalen Ramsey, who has been talking a massive amount of shit, was completely <laughs> silenced when asking questions about the game. Here's oh, yeah. the thing, Jalen. Good morning. Every, Welcome to the NFL. Every, you're gonna get your fucking dick kicked in sometimes. All right. Yeah. And if you're going to sit out there and you're going to talk all this shit and claim you're you're the fucking best and all this shit, you have to take it to the chin. Yeah, he didn't... Uh, Man he... up, homie. Man up. Sometimes it I don't love... be like it is, but it do. Yeah, right. Sometimes it really do be like that. And you got to... Like I always forget how that saying goes, and I say it wrong Yeah, it really time. do be like that. But you got to you gotta take it to the chin. Don't be a little bitch boy about it. If, if you're, you're allowed to be mad, no, if you, no, he was just like he was like mumbling like this. Yeah, yeah he every he no, responded. If you're talking shit, get prepared to get hit and take it. Every single one of the also questions true. he was asked, he replied with some variation of "I don't know," and mumbled it. I mean, I don't. It's funny that I was about to say I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily think that it's all his fault. It's not at all. The but, pro- the, but the problem is, is that when you become the mouthpiece of a team. Like, you're the one that's supposed to... You kind of elect yourself as exactly that, as the mouthpiece of the team. He also got burned multiple times. By, uh, well, I mean, he didn't do a very good job tackling Dak or Zeke yeah. in the chances that he had. So, obviously, Dallas doesn't throw the ball much. I mean, they shouldn't throw the ball much when no, you really think God about no. it. So, I don't know, man. The last two games uh, have been pretty indicative of why the Jaguars probably shouldn't have given Blake Bortles a long-term deal. Oh, absolutely. Because... We'll, we'll get in... I mean, we'll, we'll probably, that is we'll the talk. end of the Jubby Report, so we can yeah. just, like, transition in. Straight but, into the Jaguars yeah, and the Cowboys. Straight into the Jaguars game. Fine by me. What a, what a great... Last week we talked about should uh, get Jason Garrett and Scott Lenahan be fired, and right on cue they score 40 points against the, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Go figure, right? Had nothing to do with them. With them, I mean, they they pretty much just threw out the old playbook and were just like, you know what, Dak, run read option all game. They changed to a college offense. They pretty much, yeah. They pretty much was like, Dak, just run read option all game. He carried the ball 11 times for 82 yards. That's wild for a quarterback. quarterback yeah. For a quarterback in the pros, that's insane to carry the ball 11 times. Cam Newton doesn't get 11 carries a game. Yeah, he's going to end up – can't do that every game. Though. He's gonna end up no, 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 field. you can't do that every game. He'll get hurt. But – I think it's a little goofy that, like, it was almost right on cue where we were talking about, you know, Jason Garrett needs fired, Scott Lanahan needs fired, Dak Prescott might not be a cowboy in two years, and then they immediately score 40 on Jacksonville. Oh, that's funny as hell. I just, uh, I think he's still not very good. None of those games were like... No, he's still very average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, um... The The Cowboys will win eight games. I think they'll win more than eight games. 
I mean, okay, well, how many wins they got now? Three? Uh-huh. Well, they're going to sweep the Giants because the Giants are bad. That's probably not. I think they're going to – the Giants are a they're, train wreck. They're going to get – probably going to get beat by the Redskins next week. See, I don't know. I, I Well, it all depends on how the uh, Redskins do tonight because uh, – Redskins do tonight. You know, well, no, I'm sorry. How would I – the 49ers play tonight. I done goofed. Boops. The Redskins in their last 37 games are 18-18-1, so – you don't really know. Yeah, it kind of just goes like they win, they lose, they win, they lose, they win, they lose, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, like, they sleepy good. So, uh... Well, maybe they just sleepy next week. <laughs> Instead of being sleepy good, they just sleepy. I sleep. I sleep. It's a big game for the Cowboys and the uh, the Redskins because yeah. Philadelphia's playing Carolina, and I, I kind of expect Philadelphia to lose that football game. Same. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. So Philly loses and drops to what? Three and four. And you have the Redskins and the Cowboys are able to get a game up. So, and none of the, and I, I don't think either of them have played each other, played the Eagles yet. No. So that's a big, uh, that's a big, big moment for the yeah. Cowboys and the Redskins. It'll mean something for sure. Uh, yeah. We all know everything. Everybody knows that Blake Bortles is not your quarterback. No, it is not. He is not a, big franchise guy and the tour organization i think knows that too but i also pretty sure that they know that they probably won't get a guy better than him maybe for a while who but, uh, maybe they get Derek carr oh my god next year maybe oh my god because uh he needs a change of scenery he just needs something other than the raiders dude yeah he's he looked i guess we'll transition to the raiders now uh he looked fucking horrified did you see the gif of him like crying yeah. That was he uh, also he also punched a Gatorade thing. He apparently has he got like injured on that play or something like that. Apparently he has personality issues and you should probably be taking a closer look at and put under a microscope because he can't be punching things on his sideline. <laughs> That's totally unacceptable. He better make up with that Gatorade next I week. I know, right? Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's fine. I think players are allowed to get angry. But uh is is there a nowhere you, near as calm? It wasn't funny like it is when Odell does it. I actually felt bad for him. Is it is it okay when you play for the I Raiders to do it though? I think he's frustrated with the organization. I think it's okay. I think if you play for anybody else, like dude, chill out. But if you play for the Raiders, you're like okay. I'm sure some of it's from the organization, <laughs> but he just also has been on a decline every year since that broken head leg. Yeah. No, he's also been getting torn apart. Yeah, I know he's getting torn apart, but he's still what. He averaged like less than four yards a pass yesterday. He threw like mm-hmm. thirty-one times. I yeah. don't, I don't just he's not being able to do chances. Maybe he doesn't have the receivers or the people around him. I mean, losing. I mean, say what you will about Amari Cooper, but losing him early, that affects everyone. That's your yeah, number sure. one. Yeah. That's your number one receiver. You like have, no matter what, that's you who you have Jared, your connection with. You still have with. Jared Cook. You still have. Uh, you still have Jordy Nelson. Don't even say Jordy Nelson. He made a couple no. plays. He's been painfully average. Do you know who? Do you know who Derek Carr misses like immensely? Crabtree. Yeah. yeah. He sure does. He really misses Michael Crabtree in the red zone. Like that's a big deal. I think that the thing about him punching a Gator that's really out of character for Derek Carr. Like Derek Carr is like regarded as like one of the nicest, like best guys in the league. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people really like Derek Carr. I just think that kind of what. Justin was kind of saying that I really think that the Raiders are just I don't think there's a player on that team that wants to be on that team right now 
Right. And I think everybody kind of has this belief that they're all going to get released and traded away. Yeah. Uh, actually, you might as well transition that into my – what I wanted to do, talk about the Raiders with this. Um, I think it's painfully obvious at this point that John Gruden is pushing the button. He is smashing that reset button over and over and over and over again. He's smashing that motherfucker over and over and over again. They know they're going to Vegas next year, right? Within the next two, three years. Okay, within the next two, three years, they know they're moving to Vegas. They don't need to care about Oakland. He basically wants wants an empty roster going to Vegas. He wants the fantasy draft, but without all the players in a pool. Right. He, He literally wants to have, like, basically an empty team. Going into Vegas, and then he wants to build the team up from there. That's, He's there for ten years. That's not going to work. Which is not only they it, paid him way too much money. They can't just fire him too. Yeah, you know, it's like kind of too late. Oh yeah, yeah, giant mistake by the Raiders. But huge he's, mistake. He's but, gonna be there until they move to Vegas, and he's gonna be there until they're situated in Vegas, and then he's gone. Like that's what he's there. He's Jeff Fisher of the Raiders. <laughs> he man, he said that if it didn't work out, he was just gonna give him back their money. Well, yeah right. It's not working out. He's gonna. So. He's just. They're just gonna pay him, and then he's gonna take it. He's gonna cash the check, and he's just gonna be like, "Happy birthday, Oakland!" And they're like, "It's not our birthday." And he'd be like, "Happy birthday!" He's gonna give him back ten million dollars. That's what he said he was gonna do. Yeah, but it doesn't. Still doesn't help their cap. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Doesn't help. <laughs> so, the Raiders are just flushing ten million dollars down the toilet every single year. Mm. That's a that's a good flush. Thank you, Oakland. That's Thank a, you, Raiders. I love you. That's a big old oof. You hope won't hear I me say that often. Hope I could be at the mouth receiving end of that toilet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Open <Hey>. up, laddie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's some toilet in Oakland that's just like reamed with thousand dollar bills. Like, where's the where's all this money coming from? And it's just the Raiders just dumping it down the toilet every year. Whatever John Gruden's game check is. Is there really any feasible explanation as to, like, outside? forget about the Khalil Mack thing for a second. Is there any, like, real feasible reason as to why they're bad? Because, like, I don't get it. Like, Derek Carr was an MVP candidate two years ago. Um, They have a bad O-line, no pass rush. Uh, Receivers have been declining. Derek Carr has been declining. Um, Their coach is bad. Yeah, Anything else you need? Their coach has his coaching, like basically blind because he hasn't been in the league in over ten years. He's coaching. He's doing like eighties and nineties football plays. Right. I don't. It's the game's evolved since yeah. then, and there's a reason why the game has evolved is because not everything works anymore. I th- I still think that Derek Carr's career is like salvageable. Oh, absolutely. Like just it's not, not it's not like he's a shot like he's already just shot and he's yeah, not going to no, be able to get any good no, anymore. Maybe not to the same degree, but he could get Drew Brees somewhere better situation and do he, it up. He could get Drew Brees. He, he should somewhere. get whisked off to Miami. Ooh. Or Jacksonville. Where they're starting to rebuild a little or bit. Jacksonville. Or Jacksonville, where they're where they're to already Florida. getting good. <laughs> To a team in Florida. Uh, really, when you think about it? Yeah, Florida. Any of the three teams in Send Florida. to the opposite coast of Oakland. Just <laughs> Get as far yeah. away. <laughs> Literally, geographically, as far as he can possibly be from Oakland. Just put him there. He is, that, that poor man is visibly frustrated. And he seems he could be getting more and more frustrated every week. And we haven't seen that out of him before. Give him credit, There's though. something wrong. I got to say, give him credit in the post-game conference. He was like, man, you know, we're not going to quit. We're not going to 
lay down and die. Like he was, oh, yeah, he was being real like roo roo rah rah. Yeah, but then Bruce Irvin was just like, man, I'm gonna go home and make some babies. Like there's your polar opposites right there. One dude's trying to rally the troops, uh, and the other guy's there's, like, there's, man. There's total implosion though. Like, yeah, I mean, that's Derek Carr for you though. He's still gonna try to. Well, he's yeah. gonna try because he's the leader of the team, and he's gonna like put it on the face. But like, right. The players are getting mad about the defensive schemes being changed. Uh, Rashawn Melvin tweeting, I'm done trying to change my style. It's not me. Back to know what I know and what got me here. So the players are going up against the defensive coordinator saying they're going to play how they want. The players on the sidelines don't know what's going on. People getting traded. Gruden showing tape from the 60s, the 50s, the 40s. The said, roaring yeah, 20s. Yeah, dude, that, that's been <laughs> happening since the offseason when Jared Cook, like, was like, I'm really confused about the tape that John Gruden's showing. And from that moment, I was like, this team is fucked. Are they the worst team in the NFL? Yes. No, yeah, no, yes. I would take the Bills over them. The Bills got some fighting because with the, Allen. Because oh, the yeah, the Bills is, got, yeah. When the Josh Allen has got man, some. If he didn't get injured, I would have gained, I would have gained a game on all you games. I don't, know, I don't know if it's Allen. I I give it to the defense. Deep okay, They're defense and then Allen's running ability. Well, yeah, the Bills defense is actually looking like what the Bills defense looks like on paper. Yes, which, which is a, actually pretty solid defense. Right. Dude, if not for Nathan Peterman, the Bills would have uh, the same. Think about this: if Nathan Peterman had not had to come into the game yesterday, the Buffalo Bills in this moment in time would have had the same amount of wins as the Minnesota Vikings. Who they beat. Who they beat. Like, how crazy is that? Like, if Nathan... Honestly, and what's funny about that, the Nathan Peterman thing, I guess we're transitioning to the Bills now, is that he threw a touchdown in that game. Like, he was almost the hero. Right, and then he <laughs> and threw, then he threw two picks. <laughs> he threw two interceptions. Like, right back up. to back. I felt so bad, because I was like, wow, like, he gets thrown out there because Josh <laughs> Allen gets hurt. And he he immediately throws a touchdown pass that takes the lead in that game. And I'm like, wow, that is a huge redemption story for Nathan Peterman. I said in the group chat, like, Nathan Peterman, savior of the Bills. No. He has died. <laughs> that, that oh. as a good quarterback. I think I said immediately after that. Again. Yep. I said immediately after that, wait for him to throw two picks. <laughs> and then he threw two picks. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> Not only did he just, like, it's not even that he threw a pick. It's that he threw a pick six. Right. Like, you could, he could have just heaved it down the field and gotten picked off. Like, it's not like the Houston Texans Dude, offense was moving the ball. If you take Nathan Peterman's touchdown to interception ratio, ratio, he looks like the best safety in the NFL. I heard that. <laughs> he's got nine picks, dude. He's got, he's only given up three touchdowns and he's got nine interceptions. That's pretty good. But no, I'm, I actually – I think we talked about it. I'm actually like – I know that he's not doing that much, but with what he's got to work with, I've been like moderately impressed with Josh Allen. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think his I'm, receivers are terrible. They are. I I hope Zay Jones took it – would take a step up, and he did score a touchdown. He did. But uh, it's still not enough. No, LaShawn McCoy's past his prime, and they don't really have any sort of – backup plan for him because Chris Ivory's the backup and he's also old. So throwback to many, many, many months ago when Corey and I accurately predicted that the Bills would sign Chris Ivory. <laughs> Them hashtag fad pod boys were right. Hash oh dude, we we dude. were we, we we've been uh this week was one of the first weeks where we were kinda like back and forth on being right. Who was the uh 
who was the receiver who refused to practice with Josh Allen? Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, he's a fucking he's bum. He's the one, also the one that was talking shit on Cam Newton earlier this season about when he was his quarterback. And then Cam flat out like confronted him, and Kelvin was like trying to walk away, and Cam Newton was like being a man about it, was like, "No, man, stand right here and talk to me." And Kelvin was like, "No, man, I wanted to go and not practice with my quarterback." <laughs> What, what a, a fucking... What and a, then Cam just... He's a doofus. Then Cam just hashes it out with a wall. Yeah. That Cam, was a big meme. Cam's uh, goofy. That whole thing was a big meme with the uh, with, with Bill's Twitter. I was exploring a little bit Are you exploring on Bill's Sunday. Twitter? On Sunday, I was looking at Bill's Twitter a little bit. That must be a black hole. Oh, no, is that just, there's some, hole, there's some good-ass memes on there. People oh, just they going, got like, some good Peterman memes. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I was scrolling through some, too. Hold on. Well, you can't see. I mean, you guys can see, but audio listeners can't. So I guess it's not. It's moot. Yeah, they had like uh, they had Josh Allen going like, "Hey man, want to practice?" And then they put like somebody else going like, "No." And it was like, just, like dumb shit from movies and stuff. It was fun. Nate Peterminster. What's that? Oh my god! Oh, Here's an image. Man. Who who would like to describe this image <laughs> describe to our audio this listeners? Image, Kuiper. All right, I'll describe this image. Um, this appears to be, um, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> dressed up as a priest and he has a digital football in his hand and he is about to hand it to uh jonathan joseph the db of the houston texans he's blessing him with it he's blessing him with the football yeah so god what a Only horrible god can judge nathan peter <laughs> oh what a horrible game and speaking of horrible games man were all the four o'clock games horrible were they though I mean, they were blowouts. They were, there. yeah. I mean, like, as in, like, not entertaining to watch by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, the Denver LA game kind of got interesting, like, at, at like the, the end, end, the end, and the end of the third into the fourth because the Rams literally couldn't do anything other than run the ball. Yeah, they were, so, but yeah. then they just ran the ball. Right, right and then they just <laughs> ran the ball. They have a Todd lot. Gurley, so it doesn't matter. You know, the thing about Todd Gurley that's funny to me. Is that all up here? Like, wow, man, he had 200 yards. He's, like, really impressive. Like, there were a lot of points during that game where they just, like, yanked Todd Gurley from the game, like, close to the red zone. And I was thinking, I was like, man, it's almost like Todd Gurley, who is heralded as, like, this every down back, which he is, still gets, like, pulled from the game. Because you're still doing crazy shit every play. You're going to get tired and you need to sit for a play. It's also just smart. It's, uh, yeah, common sense. To do that. It's also just smart. Yeah. It's pure common sense. You don't run the same dude every single fucking play. The Bengals <laughs> did that with Joe Mixon last week, and it was kind of concerning. Yeah, they did. But they, they, they decided not to do that this week. They, they might thought. not have a choice, though. I mean, yeah, their other options were horrible. I think I think all the other – I forget who the other person was. One's a rookie who was supposed to get snaps when he was with Geo when Mixon was out, and then he didn't even do that because he wasn't great. Yeah, because he kept rushing for nothing. To give you an idea, going back to your original point, to give all of you, if you didn't watch uh, the 4 o'clock games or if you didn't watch, um, maybe you just watched your own particular team play, one of the games that happened in that 4 o'clock window was the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Baltimore won 21 to nothing. Tennessee quarterback Marcus Mariota was sacked uh, 12 times. 12 over 11 times. 11 times 11 by times. one person. It was 11 times. Not by one person. Wasn't it? No. It was not by one person. That would have been insane. But the, they showed – it was it was misleading because on Sunday Night Football after the game, they showed a picture of a guy and then showed, oh, 11 sacks of Marcus Mariota. That guy had three. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. It was just 11 sacks total. Okay, um, that was really misleading. These, these were the, the drives um, in, the, in the second half 
Um, there were nine total possessions from both teams. Uh, the first one was the opening touchdown drive that Baltimore had to go up 21 nothing, which was the end score of the game. So then you had three yards – or, I'm sorry, then Tennessee had the ball. Uh, three plays and a punt. Then Baltimore had the ball three plays and a punt. Then Tennessee had it seven plays and a punt. Baltimore had it five plays and a punt. Tennessee three plays and a punt. Baltimore somehow had nine plays that only went 22 yards and then punted. And then Tennessee had three plays and a punt. And then Baltimore had five plays and the game's over. I don't know how you have nine plays and only go 22 yards. That is impressive. I don't know how that happens. Negative yardage in there somewhere? Yeah. I, I don't know. That would have been negative yardage. Yeah, there had penalties. to Penalties. Or penalties, yeah. So Giants like, did it. They, was, they had like 12 plays for 21 yards yeah, two so, weeks ago. Oh, that's right. And you were mad. That was the, the first annual uh, pussy player of the week. Pussy head pussy coach. coach. Yeah. Who's pussy coach this week? Uh, let me get back to you. All right, all right, you let so, me know. So, what do we think about the Titans when our when uh, when the Fad Pod boys say the Ravens only beat bad teams and can't beat the good teams? Are we saying the Titans are just like legitimately bad? bad? Yes. Yes. Then how bad are the Eagles? Also bad because the Tennessee they're Titans not bad. Beat the Eagles. The, the Titans. Titans beat, See, that's the, ja- Titans beat Titans the Jaguars beat the Jaguars too, though. Yeah, but they always beat the Jaguars. Yeah, Titans exactly. only beat good teams. Right. Oh, so the Baltimore Ravens are bad. Right. Trap game. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, to be fair here, the Ravens always, like, grab one team and shut them out, like, at least once a year, sometimes twice. They just grab, they just grab a week, like, this week, we're going to shut you out, and they poke them. And they're like, mm. it's happened this week. Did it to the Dolphins last year. In on a Thursday very, night. Very, on a very, very sad game. Sometimes John Harbaugh is the best coach in the league, but it's not often. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Right, in, right in line with his quarterback. I think it's just more about that there are uh, there are like eight teams maybe in the NFL, maybe nine, that give you kind of the same thing every week. And then there's just 23 teams that are just coin flips. Right. That's and pretty much it. Like, I don't, I don't think the Tennessee Titans are bad, nor do I think they're good. I just think that they're like the 23 other teams in the NFL. We're just like, heads, we're bad. <laughs> like... It's one of those things. I think they're they're more like that than other teams. Maybe. Maybe that might be true. There are some days like I've watched quite a few Titans games just because I could, and uh, ew, why? We had them in our top ten power rankings. Right. Here we yeah. are. We did, and ooh. Man, were we wrong? Uh, Fat Pod boys might have been wrong. It is seriously like no hashtag. It is almost like they're flipping a coin on every play, dude. Now, now how much of that is because so Mariota's wild. got that no feeling in his hand and still um, playing? They did this last year, too. All right. He's another <laughs> one. He's No, no, honestly, like, we're talking about Derek Carr. It doesn't seem like same same injury. Yeah, same injury, same year, same, like, time pretty much. I think they happened within, like, 20 minutes of each other. Yeah, it was right. kind of insane. There was some weird sort of polarity going on between There's just some like, Saturn was in retrograde and... Whatever the hell. Gravity went out for a second. Yeah. Tennessee and Oakland, star cross, star, stars aligned and. Star cross lovers. Yeah, I almost said star cross lovers, but that wouldn't make sense. Star cross legs, dude. <laughs> so. <laughs> name any episode named star cross legs. Star cross legs? Yeah. All right. We're good. Oh, that's going to. Dude, when. That's going to be. That title, <laughs> along with whatever that intro was from Corey, which was. The. the 
Whoever listens to this first is going to be like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> What is this show? I hope episode 22 is in your... Was this episode 22? This is yes. 22. Yes. I hope episode 22 in your first episode, because oh. you have no idea what you're listening to right now. <laughs> first, they started talking about cooking with a bunch of stuff I don't understand. Then they were talking about football. Now they're talking about astronomy. <laughs> like, what is this? No, I just think that uh, Tennessee... First of all, let's just... <laughs> The AFC South, is it the best division in football or the worst? Worst. No, it's definitely not the worst. It's definitely it's not, not the, the I'm worst. I'm joking. All right, No, Jesby. no, no. It's, it's, it's not near the top by any stretch. I don't think the NFC South is the best division in football anymore. It isn't. No. It isn't. No. Cause For the first time in a long time. Because Tampa's bad. Atlanta's bad. Carolina's good, and the Saints are good. So you're like mid-tier. Half half. You're mid-tier. You're like a normal division. So what is the best Division one the of the North, AFC North, I, either AFC or NFC North, one of the two. Well, okay, well let's look at it like the this. Lions are kind of a man. All right, but. here we'll we'll do it like this. It's a real easy way to do it. We'll just go from the bottom to the top. Are the Browns better than the Lions? Yes, I would think so. Maybe no. I don't know. It's hard. No, you say yes. See, I don't know. You I'm say the, no. I'm on the fence. I say, <clears throat> I think I think they are. I think the Browns are better than the Lions. Yeah, but like think... you like you're telling how the, how good their defense is, and they just give up points. I think it's a better quarterback, definitely better receivers, a, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, and Detroit, you yeah. have you can have a defense that just Holy. not this year, but has been recently just as opportunistic as the Browns have been so far this season. I just think the Browns have been playing better this year, though, right? As a whole. Okay, well, we'll okay, so that's kind of growing a pains with a head yeah, coach. That's true. So that's a fifty-fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's in third place in the NFC North? Right. Well, currently it'd be the Packers. Currently it's the Packers. Currently it's the Packers because of the way everything went. So Packers, Steelers. Packers, Steelers. Who's better? Who? That's tough. That's really hard. You could debate that for some minutes. Yeah. I'm. Oh man. I think at this current state, it depends on who's the home team. <laughs> I think. Okay, if we're just going off of the last two weeks, it's Pittsburgh. The last two weeks. Last right. two weeks, Pittsburgh. The last two games they have played, it's been Pittsburgh. Um, but even then, I think if you take the entire season into account, I think it's still Pittsburgh because, like, Green Bay should have lost week one. I think Green Bay should have realistically lost. Head, I mean, it was so close that I disagree. It really could have gone either way. I mean, and then it, it ended up in a tie, which I think, is almost appropriate. That's week two. Surprise, big prize. Oh, I'm talking about week one. Oh, oh you're talking Chicago game. Sorry, Chicago game? No, they should have lost that. If you took Packers and the Steelers and put made them play each other 16 weeks in a row, I think Packers have an 11-5 and five record. Damn. Just because of Rodgers. Like, well, yeah. I, that, that's the easy cop-out answer. But that's, like, yeah, I guess that's easy. But I mean, answer. like. I, I'm, they're not Cincy, so Pittsburgh's not going to have some comeback magic. <laughs> okay, well, it's a weird hypothetical, so, but yeah, I think I probably I'm kind of on on the side of NFC being better, NFC North. Yeah, because uh, then we the the next one would be Ravens and Vikings. And Vikings, Vikings better than the Ravens, and the Vikings are better than the Ravens. Than the Ravens. And then uh, Bears Bengals is weird. I would give it to the Bengals right now. But I right now, I'd but probably give it to the Bengals. About five right weeks now. from now, I'd probably give it to the Bears. Yeah. So it's. T- but I really, I think the NFC North uh, is probably the best right now, currently, followed by the AFC North, and then a conglomerate of a whole bunch of other divisions that 
you know, who knows where they all fall. You don't fall. think the NFC East the best team in the league? Huh? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Not at all. Oh. The NFC East? Yeah, no, they they got what? No. They they, they just beat the best team in football. Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, we were talking, you know, I should have brought that up because when you were talking about uh, Jalen Ramsey taking it on the chin, I probably have taken it on the chin harder than anybody <laughs> on this show because since I proclaimed that the Jaguars were the best team in football, they have lost two games in a row and given up a grand total of 70 points. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Jalen Ramsey. It's my fault. I took a big old oof. Uh, I You can revoke my, my bandwagon card if you want. <laughs> it's my fault. I apologize. He so. wants he wants access if you guys rip like the next four games in a row or something again. He wants back on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know who the next he, four games he's are. He's keeping but. the coattail ticket, but he doesn't have his bandwagon license anymore. <laughs> he's gonna ride in the coattail car. I've checked out of the hotel, but I still have the key to get in the in the room. <laughs> so All I right. can I can just walk in and just boop and get back in. That's the way it's gonna work. They will never know I'm there. So that game yesterday was probably the best. It, Best game I've seen all. It kept me up last night. Like it was, I stayed Sunday up. Night, yeah, talking I can't believe that Miami rate. beat oh. Chicago. Damn, damn, he 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 got me. Ooh, he got me. Got him. Well, oh okay. god, no. Well, I, as I showed two of you a couple minutes ago, that was Chicago's allergic to lobster. Brock what? Lob- oh, Brock lobster. Man. The Brock Lobster. Brock Lobster. Brock Osweiler, his first career start as a Bronco, defeats Chicago. His first <laughs> career start as a Texan, defeats Chicago. Oh, my God. His first career start as a Dolphin, defeats Chicago. Ryan Tannehill didn't even have an injury. They just sat him just to Yeah, play. dude. That's what I said. I'm like, every Miami just put together for, for the rest of the league. It's a copycat league, right? Brock Osweiler is going to be on a different team every week. <laughs> Until the trading deadline. Until the trading deadline. And then they're just going to switch. Or what every team's going to do against the Raiders is 90 minutes before kickoff, they're just going to deactivate their starter and throw in their backup. So so now that uh, Osweiler had a decent game and won, even though there was like a lot of special teams and defensive plays, what team signs him for $10 million next year? Uh, The Raiders. <laughs> Shit, dude, oh my please. God. John Gruden, fall in love with Brock Osweiler. Ske- NFL scheduling, Raiders Chicago week one. I I tell I tell you what, man, that Brock Osweiler, he's got a big arm, man. I tell you what, I have him on my team. Edward Cullen, man, can't get enough, man. Can't get enough. We're gonna pay him five million dollars a year, man. Really hard Couldn't to afford find that pay- for Mac, but by golly, I guess uh like. And- Three weeks, they're really hard to find a good quarterback. I guess uh, Khalil Mack like kind of got injured in that game, but he stuck it out and played the whole way. He did. So did um, Baker. Yeah, I I just I wonder, w- was it just like a fluky thing because of the injury, or or is that Bears defense exposed? I think um, uh, they they don't do good against big plays because they don't have the safety that they should have drafted. So if they can't like get a pass rush, right. Okay. I also think they have trouble with teams that have a lot of speed. and Because they don't have the safety. Yeah, because they don't have a good safety. So teams like the Packers, who don't have a lot of speed, and teams like like Tampa, who don't have a lot of speed, kind of give – like the, it plays into the Bears' hands because they can just press man-to-man you and then play zone underneath that and then rush four and get after you. 
But Albert Wilson and Kenny Stills are just – and Kenyon Drake are just burners. Right. And can just outrun the coverage. It would be – it would the same thing would happen if the Chiefs played the Bears. Mm-hmm. Like – the Chiefs would be able to put up points against the Bears because it's a bad matchup. Because the the two biggest plays for the Dolphins that game were ex Chief Albert Wilson, that's my true. boy. Right. I I was like when I was watching that game and I saw him catch both of. I like like cheered for him. I was like, yeah, my boy, it's your boy, yeah, He's my boy. I cheer for Jordy Nelson touchdowns. I cheer. There's for only Kenny been one. Stills. <laughs> you do cheer for Kenny Stills, man. How bad? I'll tell you what. There wasn't. There was a moment in. The, I mean, when when Kenyon Drake fumbled on the goal line. And they just kept showing him oh, with on the, the sideline with, to- with the towel over his I head. I felt so bad for him. Who? Like I both felt bad teams for him. fumbled on the goal line in that game. You they could did. argue that his was bigger because it was in overtime. That was, that was the overtime one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could argue that it was bigger there. Because he was, in, he would have had he not fumbled, he would have just like fell forward into the end zone. Yep. They, I mean, they did doesn't matter. They won anyway. Right. They won yeah. anyway, so but it barely. ended up working but, out. But you, that doesn't always happen like that. Oh, God. And then the, he still had the towel over his head, and then the field goal happened, and, he just, and then it was good, and he just fell over. <laughs> <laughs> I My feel God. so bad for him. Because, like, dude, fumbles just happen sometimes. They really there were do. There were over a dozen fumbles yesterday. Right. Dude, it, it just over happened. Over a dozen. There were a lot of wet games yesterday, There were five too. strip sacks. Yep. Yesterday. That's that's what I was going to bring up. It's like they're going for the ball now and not the quarterback. Yep. Which is the natural well, evolution. Fed pod boys were right. We we called that shit natural evolution. To be you fair, either go Khalil... for the football or you think the quarterback let go of the ball and you don't sack him and let him go. Yeah. Uh. And then we'll, actually, we'll, we'll actually, get to that. we got to credit Khalil Mack for saying that because Khalil Mack said it before us. No, uh, we said it first. Did we say it? I yeah, no, no, we said it first. He said it in a post game. He's like, start going for players. Start yeah, but going we were for the talking ball about it that week. Hey, man, he listened to the show. Yeah, okay, yeah. He right. supported us on Patreon. <laughs> I was going to plug that at the end. Spo- but... Spoiler, uh, angriest is actually Khalil Mack. <laughs> he was angriest because John Gruden wouldn't sign him. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's got to be pretty happy he's not in that mess. Oh, I bet. Oh, no, he's ecstatic. Dude, Chicago's a much better culture at the very least. Mm. And but, they could be contending for a playoff spot. Yeah. Oakland isn't. I no. just figured that we needed to we needed to give Miami some talking time because we always say they're not worth it, but we talk about teams like Tampa Bay who Miami well, Miami's another one of those teams that they, now they're what, four and two? They are four and two. They are four and two. What do we I mean, that's why we need to address And they still have the Patriots game in Miami. Sure, they lost the Foxborough one, but what happens when they play in Miami? So bare minimum five and eleven. Shit, dude. (laughs) That's true, though. No, bare. They're gonna go. They're gonna beat the Patriots in in Miami. Like it's almost. It's almost gotten to that point where taxes Miami beats New England in Miami. Yeah. Tom Brady's 7-9 in his career, and plus that, we've talked about it a lot, that game is sandwiched in between a game against Minnesota and a game against Pittsburgh. Classic. Classic trap game. Like I love football. Speaking of teams shouldn't really be talking about, Cleveland Browns on Sunday got exposed. They didn't get exposed. They shat. They got exposed. They shat their shitty shits. It's no, what it's just the call. Chargers are a good NFL team. Their only losses are to the Chiefs and the Rams. Chiefs and Rams, who until last night were the two undefeated teams of football. I also it's think the Chargers call. were kind of sick of hearing about like 
the Browns be their last win. Yeah. I think the Chargers were a little bit like, Ho-ho, you going going up Cleveland, you always lose against the Browns. You were their last win before this year. So they had to goose them. They had to goose them. Uh, what we like to call the welcome to the NFL game for Baker Mayfield. Oh yeah, for sure. I was uh, like, I got legit mad when he slid on the sideline, and it looked like he almost got injured for a second. I don't know if you saw that play. I did. Yeah, he got hurt. He yeah. hurt his ankle. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is so stereotypical Cleveland. I was like legit mad because this was before I had to go to work that day. So I was like watching on the couch next to my dad, and we're not Browns fans in the slightest. And we watched it happen. And we're like, no, come on, not to Cleveland, not again. Yeah. Right. But no, it's the Chargers took the runaway. And they were down, and the Browns were down. And so Baker had to come in and make shit happen. And he did what rookies do and didn't make the shit happen. Welcome well, yeah, to the NFL, that, Baker Mayfield. That was the, what you just, whatever the sentence you just said was, it was essentially sometimes it be that way. Sometimes it really do <laughs> be that way. Some, that's essentially what you just said. Um, I just think, first of all, I got into, I didn't get into an argument, but I had a guy that I used to work with respond to me. On Twitter, when I made a comment about Denzel Ward, and about how like I'm not trying to like derail the Denzel Ward hype train, but how many times have I gone on here and told people that Denzel Ward's going to struggle against big receivers? And right on cue, Tyro Williams caught a touchdown pass like pretty much over his head, like almost instantaneously. Ugh. And then I think Keelan Keenan Allen had a couple big plays over top of him. Like, it's not a knock on Denzel Ward. It's just that he's small. Also, welcome I'm to the NFL, like, Denzel Ward. Yeah, like, what are you supposed <laughs> Well, like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not me trying to pick on the guy. I understand he's, like, leading the league in interceptions or whatever. But, like, dude, he's, like, 5'10". Keenan Allen's, like, 6'3". And Tyro Williams a big guy. Mike Williams is big. All they got to do is jump. There's nothing Denzel Ward can do. Which is why I didn't like him as the first corner. Because he's small. Right. I'm sorry. They're lining him up against the number one receiver on every single team. And sure, that works against Antonio Brown. But it's not going to work against A.J. Green. It's not going to work against Keenan Allen. It's not going to work against... Uh, I don't know. They play... I don't think they... I mean, obviously, they're going to have to. It's not going to work against Julio. It's not going to work against Mike Evans. It's not going to work against these big guys. And yeah. people are just going to be like, oh, it's whatever, and full start penalties. I was like, no, Denzel Ward doesn't match up good against big receivers. Get over it. That's why I wouldn't have drafted him where you drafted him. I don't care how many interceptions he gets. He's got speed, and, I mean, you should just be lining him up in the slot. Yes. Yes. Or on smaller. Yeah, sure. Like, he could line up against, like, guys like Odell and Antonio and who are some other, like, good receivers that aren't really big like i can't really think of any Tavon right austin Ta- sure Ta- cole beasley cole beasley. Like, oh man no i i understand that but like i don't know he's he's still still clearly very talented Denzel. oh for sure i tell you what baker <sighs> baker hasn't looked good last two weeks he yeah. looked he looked good against the raiders despite the four turnovers because three of them pretty much weren't his fault. And obviously the Browns should have won that football game. But like they beat Baltimore in a field goal contest and then he was bad. 
yesterday. Uh, he like, was not ready. He was Remember bad. when I said beginning of this year that Tyrod was going to go out and Baker was going to go in as a starter and he wouldn't be ready? Here we are. Baker's too, not ready. It's too late now. Oh, no, no. He's the starter now. Late. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing can be the same as game experience. That's true. No. And you have your. I mean, he's, he's led the your, Browns. I mean, he he he's your number quote one quote looked bad, but he's also led the Browns to more wins than they've had in like two years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's I don't number, think Baker's bad. And he, he's your number one pick, so you're gonna stick with him. Like, yeah, there's no doubt that because this is the highest they've taken a quarterback since Tim Couch, Colt McCoy, something like that. Well, no, they haven't. I mean, they haven't had. They haven't taken a quarterback first overall. Since Tim Couch, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Johnny was still a top ten pick. I don't remember what. No, he was 24. Johnny was? Yeah. Because they drafted. Oh yeah, they dra- they drafted Justin Gilbert. Yeah, first that year. Whoo, whoo, oof. That's Ooh, a big. That's one. a big. Uh, to, to give you an idea of how bad Justin Gilbert was in the NFL, think about how bad the Steelers' corners are. He got signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers to come and play, and we caught him. Yikes! Like that's that's a, that's a yikes for me. That's dog. a yikes. Big like oof. that's how bad De- like Justin Gilbert. That's how bad Justin Gilbert that's was. A giant big old oof. So um, see Artie Burns getting burned the other. I am done defending him. He just looks like he's not interested anymore. Like he is. I I think he is entirely overwhelmed with the even like what has diluted to a just play over here. Like, don't line up. He doesn't really play man-to-man. He doesn't play against the number one guy. Joe Hayden lines up against all the number ones. And gets burned. Most of the time, yeah. Um, yeah, he's had a couple good plays this year. Um, he should have had an interception, but he dropped it because he's a corner. But Artie Burns is just, oof. He's just a big oof. I guess we could, could actually talk about Pittsburgh game. We had a good transition. So why'd you have to brewing it with that? <laughs> go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm, go ahead, Corey. I, I'm tired of watching Cincy Pittsburgh games because they literally have the same ending. I know. Every single I time. Know. They do. They really do. Oh, my God. It makes me so happy. I mean, it doesn't matter Cincy's what they do. Cincy leading almost all game. Oh. C- Pittsburgh gets the ball. Something happens with Antonio. Penalty on pit, miss, penalty on Cincinnati. Miss block in the back. All sorts of craziness. And the Bengals magic, the Bengals 2018 last minute magic almost won them a game. And then the Steelers were like, nah, we still beat you six times in a row, dog. We got this. Yeah. Um. Well, the, the difference on that, the little spice that was thrown into it was actually Pittsburgh led for the majority of that game. That's uh, true. Cincinnati uh, could not move the football pretty much the entire out, second half. for like the entire second half. Couldn't move the ball, um, and then you know, I don't know. Like I laugh, I laughed the entire day yesterday because like in no universe, like when Cincinnati got the ball back with what was it four minutes left and they were down uh, six. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm watching the game by myself. No one is. No one is in my house. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself. In no universe, in no universe, are we going to stop him from scoring. <laughs> but simultaneously, in no universe, are they going to win? 
Like, oh my god. They're not gonna, I was like, I don't care how much time they leave. They're not going to win. Like, they will blow it. Cincinnati will blow this game. They're up by one point. By one point. And Pittsburgh not only scored, but scored a touchdown from, like, 40 yards out. Yeah. And Chris – and that was the thing, like, leading up to it, I was like – they were talking about Chris Boswell had, like, not been doing very well. So, like, holding Pittsburgh to a field goal was, like, a big deal because Chris Boswell hasn't played well. And they even gave him the broadcaster jinx as in, like, he's never missed in Cincinnati. And I'm like, well, rip. <laughs> <laughs> and then – they just ran a quick little screen past Antonio, and he was gone. And that was that. – that is the last seven to eight Cincinnati-Pittsburgh games that I've watched. And it's just – it's just funny to me. It's funny. It was I, great. I, I walked after, – after the game was over, I walked into this – I came over here, and I told you, like, are, there aren't many things that I'm really confident about with my team. I feel like I'm maybe sometimes overly critical of the Steelers. But there's one thing I know. Don't ever pick Pitt- Pittsburgh to lose to Cincinnati. <laughs> Just don't. I-, I don't care what the score is. Like, you could turn the game on half like, oh, man, Cincinnati's winning 21-0. Forget about it. Like just forget about just, it. Just turn on another game for two hours, then figure out how many points one through seven we won by. Oh, my God. Like, um. Damn. It's true, though. It is. No, I'm it not, absolutely not, is. It can't be. It just happens every single time. It's It's funny to watch. Ben Roethlisberger uh, has lost one time in Cincinnati in his entire career. I think he's like a ridiculous, like, I think he's like, what, six? Well, it, it wouldn't be double digits. It would be like, how long has he been in the league? Like 16 years? So it would be, I think he's only lost, he's like seven and one in Cincinnati. Something stupid. Also, uh, it's a very quietly ugly game. Um. Yeah. A lot of injuries. Well, especially on the Cincinnati side of the not ball. On, yeah, not on our side. No. Like, that's, bad, big Cincinnati defensive injuries. That's been happening to them all year, though. They've just been, like, slowly two, yeah. two people a game, at least. They lost Billy Price in uh, their corner a couple weeks ago. and Jackson, uh, Jackson and their other corner, whose name is escaping me right now. Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick. They both did come back into the game, though. Yeah, but they so, were they were banged right. up. Yeah. Uh, also, also Rose Vontez Burfitt. Yeah, I'm glad he was sad. I hate him. Oh man, when he was not sad, a not a Pittsburgh he, fan. Does he but... deserve the pit? Yeah. Oh shit. He's actually a shitty person. Yeah. Like he's throw him in the pit. Throw him in the pit. <laughs> yeah. That's the song. Okay. All right. I like it. I'm gonna I'm heave him into that fucking pit. That giant asshole. I don't know what happened. I don't like him. I don't remember what happened, but when he was sitting on the sideline, just looking real sad. Oh, I'm I was like, so happy. Ooh, I love it. I was so oh, happy. I hate him. I hate him, too. Oh, man. But but people I like on Bagels, uh... Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you're looking good. So is Joe Mixon. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. But Mixon in the pit. Yeah. Yeah, Mixon, unfortunately, got to be was, in the pit. He was running some good place for the pit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Whenever he comes on the screen, I'm like, there is the guy that I have no personal opinion over... But he's on my fantasy team, so yay. Yeah. 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 Not to transition to the elephant in the room of the game we haven't talked about yet, but uh, does Tyree Kill belong in the pit? Yes. What? Yeah. He beat people. You fucking <laughs> douchebag. He does belong in the pit. No man, biases. Man, does he catch some good touchdowns from the pit. Sorry. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Listen, okay. Did he do it? 
He admitted did to he it. do it? But they're getting did married he, did, now. He did it. Oh! That, I don't know, man! It's a really bad excuse. I'm sorry. He's good at football. <laughs> And didn't we wait? Didn't we? I, I, do the we problem to, with the NFL? Last. Do we have to throw Matt in the pit for being for being a sympathizer? No, uh, no. Okay, I'm not trying to sympathize. I oh, it's really hard okay. to say. He just likes to doing the big here's catch the and run. No, touchy. no. Here's here's the thing. Right, I don't want to sound like a sympathizer for that stuff. You just really like Tyreek Hill's little catch runny touchdown boy shit. He's good at football. Uh-huh. I, I, taking the football out of it, I think, as a human being, he done goofed. He done fucked up. He did some bad shit. Way to go, American judicial system. Just he admitted to it. All right. Yeah. And, I and, and and he he came to terms with his girlfriend that it happened to at the time. They hash things out. They're getting married. They're having a kid. What's that thing called? Uh. Maybe she got Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Into yeah. It. Oh my. God. Um. Oh yeah. I don't want to talk about the same word. How about that game though? That Wait. game was lit as fuck. Oh fuck. I was gonna make a comment about. We've actually talked about this before. I just remembered it, and we all came to the conclusion that we were gonna try to throw Tyreek in the pit, but he was just gonna run over the opening. Because he. So t- yeah. Anyway. Or run up the no wall. No excuses of the pit. for what he yeah. did. He can be in the pit because he did some bad shit. But like. People exist in the pit. He did a really good catch and run touchdown from the pit. And people can get out of the pit. No. Ha! I mean, there's always a there's always a part of him inside the pit. He can leave part of him in the pit. But anyway, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm sorry, you brought it up. I, I did not bring it up. Corey brought it. Corey up. brought it up. Kuiper brought it up. Kuiper brought it up. Oh, Kuiper brought. Matt it up. brought it up. I brought it up. Everybody <laughs> brought it up. Anyway, should, that game was should, lit. Should Matt be the first one to talk about this game? I feel like... No, because I know what he's going to say, and I'm going to have to refute him. We're going to talk. No, go ahead, no, Matt. No, wait, wait. Well, no, 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 no. I want you to predict what I'm going to say. If it was any indication of what we talked about last night, then yeah. No, tell me. No, you're going to be tell like... Me, don't tell me. Let's see you fad boys called it. All right. You know, you know what? I'll just read it. How does that sound, man? I'll just go, I'll just go ahead and read it. You want to be competitive? You want to be fucking competitive with me, boy? I'll just, I'll just fucking read it. How does that sound? Damn, he bringing up the read receipts. I'm bringing up the fucking receipts. Here we go. Ready? Haha, we suck again. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you're already wrong. Let's keep moving. (laughs) Needed one stop, but couldn't. Should have just let Gronk score. Wrong! I feel like they should have let Gronk score. No, you don't do that. Anyway, they scored need, they... too fast, missed first half opportunities. I know they almost pulled it out, but they didn't need to be in that position in the first place. While it's very true, no impact on, like, what happened towards the end of that game. You should have just let them get the third down, and then you could have made your money. Scoring too fast is a bad excuse. There is no scoring too fast. Yes, there is. No. Yes, there is. Against Justin. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, when, there is. With your rookie quarterback who threw already one pick in the end zone. No, 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 no. When, when, you, when you take the opportunity to score, you score. You have to. Otherwise, there's no guarantee that you do score. The Chiefs had given up 40 points in right. the game. They were, Tom Brady was getting three minutes with the two-minute warning and three timeouts, and all he needed was a field goal, and it was in Gillette Stadium. That game was the second Tyreek Hill walked into the end zone, the Patriots won that game. Right, and Tom Brady said that too. But here's so, your, so there is such a thing as scoring like too they, fast. They knew they won too. I mean, they knew they won. They, they they had the three minutes and they took that drive like it was just nothing. They huddled up. They ran dives two times in a row. 
they they didn't do anything. Then they got the big play to Bronk. They were just like, yeah, whatever. We got three minutes. We'll get yeah. there. I mean, Tom Brady said that afterwards. He was like, yeah, as soon as he got that, I was like, oh, hey, good enough time for me to win. But what I'm saying is people say, oh, we scored two. Do you think, like, teams can actually coordinate? Like, you think if, if Tyreek Hill stopped, right, and just ran out of bounds or just, like, fell to the ground or something? No, I'm not saying it's, like, it's just circumstance that he got yeah, wide open, caught the just ball, circumstance. But like, why? So why is that a complaint on the team? Because he should have dived. Yeah. See, it's, this is the problem. It's one of the. It's one you of those. Can't do that. It's 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 obviously in the moment. Tyreek Hill is not gonna is not gonna fall down and give up a touchdown. No. But in the moment, like watching that game, like you knew that. Like we Tyreek couldn't stop anybody. Yeah, somehow we like, somehow we had kept Gronk on check until that last drive. Yeah, like, we got the two big passes, some, and that was with forty eight percent of our defensive cap room injured. Right, and we the were, other we had four safeties injured. We were starting two safeties last night that weren't even on the team. Oh, at the I beginning know. The, of the, the, year. the defense is battered and messed up. Do you think that it's uh, maybe because I I've, I think I've seen this happen a lot? Where do you think the Patriots save Gronk for the fourth quarter? Because I think they do. Maybe they kind of do. I think don't. They, because tackling Gronkowski like really sucks. Tackling Gronkowski after you've already played forty-five minutes of football really sucks. There, I don't I, think I there's think such there's, a thing as I, saving him. He's out there. Every I think play. there is some element. But I'm talking like really like feeding like him. Big coordinated but, plays yeah. with him. Maybe. But all that all that said, none of that needed to happen if they just played better in the first half. Oh, it's true. You're but, absolutely like, the, the correct. Three field goals. Mahomes missed. Wide open touchdown passes on their first two drives, multiple times. I don't know if it was jitters, excitement, but he's already played in prime time in a big atmosphere. I, I just think I think it, maybe because it was Gillette Stadium, maybe it was because the this biggest, is absolutely their biggest game so far. Well, for sure. I mean, this felt like a playoff game, right? And uh, the mock so, like it was a playoff. The moxie they had when they came back. I I that, I feel like I know I was like hyperbole. We suck again. I was like tobining it up. But, like, I'm 100% confident that when our defense is healthy and we replay them in the AFC Championship game, hey. that uh, we go to the Super Bowl. Are you yeah. just skipping the divisional round? Well, we're not going to play them in the divisional round. We'll no, I be... meant, like, because that's where, I mean, uh, you know, you got to get past we'll the be, divisional we'll, round. We'll beat the Bengals in the divisional round. I think this was a good thing. Oh, God. I think this was a good thing because that means Pat finally has his first loss off his shoulders. He doesn't have that pressure coming down on him now. Yeah. In the way that they lost with his mistakes early and everything. He's he got... was he was nicely humbled about it too. Right. Can I say this about the like I mean when he turned not... on when he turned on, the Patriots knew they couldn't stop him. Again, that's why they were milking clock at the end. Neither team could real in the second half, neither team could realistically stop each other. Like, I think well. it was that's like yeah, obviously in that. But just the the way Mahomes when when he turned on when he like he started making the plays and all the throws and everything again and all those little chip shots on Kelsey and everything that they did to, and all the schemes and things that they did in the first half, like he adjusted to it and then all of a sudden came alive and three hundred forty yards, three yeah. four touchdowns. I think it was the second pick he threw. Like the two plays before that, he went back. Got pressured, scrambled to the right, and threw a pass to the middle. Then the next well, okay, play. Okay, don't don't say that because I was going to bring that okay, up. Okay, go ahead. I go was going to bring that up. Okay, so obviously the Patriots' defense is bad. So like, but they have good players. They have good players, but they're bad. So they're good players, but they're old. They're old vets. So yeah, they, yeah. They have football smarts, and they can like yeah. 
do well some of the time. But they read offense as well. Yeah, and I have absolutely, and I have absolutely no idea why they continue to put Dante Hightower on running backs. Because my God, is that a mismatch? Not in favor of Dante oh, Hightower. Yeah. Oh, for sure. When it's Kareem just, burned him again. Oh my God! It's the what, it was the exact with, same play they ran last year. What is with Kareem and uh, the Patriots in general? I don't know. He he turned it on, dude. Um, here's the thing I'll say about that game. Um, obviously both defenses aren't very good, and a lot of people expected it to be a high-scoring game. A lot of stuff that that I saw on Twitter and stuff like during that game. The second interception that Pat Mahomes threw, and you were about to say it, right? was, okay, it hadn't just happened right before. Numerous times on that drive that ultimately resulted in an interception in the end zone is when Pat rolled out to his right and did, I think Chris Collinsworth called it like that Gumby, like he doesn't set his feet and he just like sidearm whips it down the field and completes it. He had done that numerous times throughout the game. And then he did it again in the red zone and got picked off. And what a lot of people were saying was like, well, that that's that's what you got to get out. Like, that's what you have to, like, coach out of him. And I was sitting there thinking, like... I don't know how you coach that I out I was going to say, like, if you coach that out of him, if you tell him to not do that... And I'm going to ask you. If you get that out of Pat Mahomes, there is absolutely... Why, what was the point of moving on from Alex Smith? Right? No, no, because just don't do that it three times I in a row. I don't want that... No, 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 it's not even that it is three times in a row. He almost... He almost got it in there. It just got tipped. Yeah, he almost completed it. it like just, if it hadn't gotten tipped, it would have been a completed pass yeah. for a touchdown. It was into the problem was was that it's because he did it in the red zone. It's such a congested area that that pass gets completed if he's doing it. If they ran that exact same play from every single yard marker down the field, that play works until he gets to about that spot, and then it just can't work because there's not enough room. So, and, and there almost was. And, and again, you do not coach that out of him. No, no, He's done nothing but learn. make plays with that. And, right. And everybody knew, like, the whole – the people tried to, like, quote, unquote, oh, forget because he didn't throw an interception for the first four weeks or whatever. But, like, you knew that, like, he's going to try to make plays. He's not afraid to make plays. And right. I swear to God you coach that out of him, I'll murder you. No way. <laughs> no way that that's, gets coached out of him. That's what I was saying, like – if you take the, if people are saying, "Oh man, he's got to learn to not do that," I'm like, "No, that's what makes him him." Right. That's what makes that's what you signed up for. Like you roll resi- roll out of the pocket, extend plays, make throws that look crazy. Yeah. Right. You just have to be smarter. Because about it. but that's like that's young player shit that he will get better at. I mean, that's his confidence. That that's his uh, hubris getting to him because he right. makes because a lot of times he makes those plays. Oh, I know. Aaron Rodgers does it sometimes too. It will. Still, right. I will exactly. Say, I will say this. It is not a sustainable way to play. Oh, no, 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 no. Not no. a sustainable – Aaron Rodgers has proven it. Yeah. Not a sustainable way to play. But I will say that the idea that Pat Mahomes is like – like has like his bad habits, which are that, which are just backyard football plays where he just scrambles around and, you know, goes back to those like weird mechanics he had in Texas Tech where he's just like – twisting his body sideways and throwing it and completing it because he can, which is funny because he, he could just do it. <laughs> right. The idea that that's... I don't want to say it's necessarily a bad thing. Like, the games... So long as Pat Mahomes is the starting quarterback for the Chiefs, which is probably going to be a long time, that's going to be how a lot of Chiefs games go. Where, like, you're either going to... he He's either going to whip teams... They're either going to beat teams like 45 to 
25 or they're going to lose 43 to 40 because that's what you do. Like that's part of his game. The part of his game is you have to let him take those big shots. And just when I was seeing people like, Oh man, Alex Smith wouldn't have thrown that interception. I'm like, yeah, Alex Smith would have also not gotten any points in that game. So (laughs) outside, well, I guess you can't say that because he hung 41 on them last year, but like, it's just one of those things like there's, there would have been no point in moving from Alex Smith. Cause when you really think about it, I thought about this this morning. Mm. They're both very similar players outside of the fact that Pat Mahomes throws the ball deep and, and Alex Smith doesn't, they are even Pat at a very young age. Um, very good at avoiding pass rushes. Alex Smith is very, very good at that. He's always been good at that. Um, Pat Mahomes appears to be very good at it, just avoiding rushes. Um, they both don't take sacks, and they're both, by the looks of it, really good. Like pre-snap, I mean, I mean, it's early. It's early. If I had to make a critique uh, on him, because he is good at avoiding the sacks and, and like trying to get the ball downfield and everything. This is going to sound weird because you don't hear this argument or this point stated in this way. But sometimes when you roll out and you're extending a play, you don't need to force the ball down the field in the instances. Sometimes it's not bad. He Mm -hmm. makes the plays. But then other times, you know, if you got like 10 yards in front of you, run. Oh, yeah, yeah, He doesn't run. He he, he will throw the ball when he gets to the line of scrimmage every time. This is stuff I think he'll learn. That part he'll learn. Yeah. That part he'll be like, hey, man, let's get the 10 yards. That's like, what Aaron Rodgers – that's a recent development with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he did not rush years. that much until yeah. recently. Just to get, just get the free 10 yards. Yeah. Get the free 10 yards to get out Does of bounds. Does an awful lot too, now, too, even with this, this hurting knee. It makes me scared. <laughs> but, again, you, you, you cannot – you cannot, if you are any member of the Chiefs organization – like show Pat Mahomes that play in the end zone where he threw the pick and tell him don't ever do this again. You cannot do that. Yeah, please don't do that. If you do that, that's just like because he he seems like he's kind of been like very spongent as far as like the stuff he's been given. Don't do that because if he has to start second guessing himself in that moment, it's over. It's over. Like you need to let Pat Mahomes be Pat Mahomes. Yeah, you need to let him take his shots. So that was just the one thing that I saw after but the game was just. It was, it was insane. What is it? it was the it highest was... rated uh, Sunday night or NBC football broadcast since the last Chiefs Patriots game, and the highest Sunday night football rated game in like two or three years. It was uh, the only game in the NFL to ever end forty to forty three. Scoragami, baby. Scoragami. What's that? A unique like scores never happened before. Oh, that's I didn't know that. Yep. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it's but pretty... I thought something they pointed out last night. Oh, they. Kind of pointed it out, and uh, then we talked about the opposite thing. Uh, how Pat Mahomes has doesn't really have like set mechanics and everything; just knows how to throw the ball where he wants it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Tom Brady's very technical. Everything he does is like down to a science, like mm-hmm. when he throws the ball and whatever. Yeah, they're, and they're it's polar just opposites. Like, right? Dude, did you like see? You know, they pick up the mic stuff sometimes. Like Gronk, stand up! Oh, that was great. <laughs> Gronk stood up right away. Uh, it's so loud. But yeah, no, he's very calculated. I mean, that's been Tom Brady's mo. He's been a very hard worker. I talked to him at a Hardee's. He made his own plan. If you remember, Fat that's Tom right. Moore. He's a nerd. 
He's a nerd. He 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 matric- meticulates meticulates meticulously mat- meticulously works on every facet of his game to be able to do what he can. Those floater those floater passes he threw look beautiful. There's not too many quarterbacks that can throw an accurate floater like that. Like those are things that he works on the way the way he works at, and and he's got the confidence. Like he's got that different guy. Like Mahomes has like that swagger that he can make the plays, whereas Tom Brady has the confidence that. I've done this before. I'm going to win. Right. And he also, if you know, look at Tom Brady, his uh, arms move the exact same way every single fucking time he throws. Depending right. on the kind That's of pass he wants. It's so and technical. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. he's, he's that mechanically perfect quarterback against against a mechanically chaotic quarterback. It's, it's the same thing when the Patriots play the Packers because Rodgers is very similar in that. He's just a jazz musician who's chaotic as hell and just makes the ball happen. Is it um, Pat Mahomes is going to end up being very similar? Did anybody probably. else feel like awkward when they were shown that footage of him and his trainer and like he was just like moving his he like Brady like kept his arm straight and then just like moved his hips back and forth <laughs> and it looked really awkward. I was like I'm a little uncomfortable. I forget the word they kept using, but I uh, probably because I was traumatized. Was it like fluid? No. Ooh, fluidity. It was. It was like a. It wasn't snap, but it was something like it that. It might have been like snap your hips. Speaking of uh, people looking weird, how about that Adam Thielen touchdown dance? Oh. And then they did it again with that Kirk Cousins oh. rush. Oh, Cousins. man. That's, I, we haven't talked about the Vikings yet. I needed to no. find a way to segue into them. And Adam Thielen being the best receiver in football right now, currently. Stats-wise. Uh, yeah. Adam Thielen is... He, he hasn't had a game under 100 yards receiving yet. He's on pace to like... Again, we always talk about on pace because that's the the story points and the talking lines and shit. But like, he's on pace to be like first all time in season receiving. Yeah, runs. but he has he had thirty catches in the first two games of the season. No, 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 no. And it, he didn't. But Michael Thomas also kind of fell off that pace. So, I mean, Did Kirk Cousins uh, has a boy toy, and his name's Adam Thielen. <laughs> Did y'all hear uh, Kirk Cousins' post game hype shit? Oh God, no! Did no, no, like post game, pre game. Sorry, his pre game hype shit. It was it was excellent. And he was screaming, man. Well, well, By well, excellent, do you mean? I mean, in both ways. Like he actually is. Like he's like a really good. He's actually a really good hype man, motivator and stuff. But also his voice cracked, and it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get the best of both worlds out of it. I don't want to. I have no good way of like playing it for like you guys and the listeners at the same time. Just go find it. I mean, I can go find it, but like, I no, can... I, meant, I didn't mean you. I meant our listeners. Oh, okay, they have okay. homework. Go find yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, you have homework. Go listen to it. It was awesome. I'm gonna show it to them after the show. Right. No, I, uh, I think that it's funny because I'd be like, oh man, Adam Thielen's like really good. I liked the. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Ryan Clark tweeted about. It. It's like I'm sick of like hearing people explain Adam Thielen's like, oh man, he's a hard worker. He a he a gym rat. He this. He that. He's like, no, he's an exceptionally talented receiver. Give him the credit. Just give it to him. Just give him the credit. Like, he's not even, uh, he's not even tech. Like, when you really think about like talent as far as receiver, it's not as talented as Diggs. Like, no, Diggs, Diggs is, is the better, like quote unquote, better receiver yeah. on that team. But feeling, I just gets open. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's an exceptional route runner. Uh, he's inc- He's really good on contested catches. Are you playing it? No, I'm. Uh, quarter one, Packers game started. Quarter one, nine minutes, eight seconds left. Uh, tied 7-7. CJ Beathard threw a touchdown already, I guess, or something. 
TJ Beth threw a touchdown? Maybe. I, I have to look. I'll find it. You go find it. I didn't look at the actual spread. I just looked like the, the whole stat thing. Tell me who scored that touchdown. See how sad I'm going to be. Well, since I got it are all of the are, are all of the Packers receivers still dead? No, they're all playing, actually. Nope. Are you sure? Oh, really? Who's the next? Okay, because on the kickoff. Ca- Cobb, Cobb, and, still inactive? Cobb and Allison are inactive. Really? I thought I, I heard last time I checked, Allison was playing today. Matt uh, Breida scored the touchdown. They, oh, he did. They oh, okay. scored on their opening drive, and then the Packers went down the field and scored a touchdown. And then on the kickoff, the 49ers fumbled, and the Packers have it again in the red zone. Yeah! <laughs> Wide receivers Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison will be inactive tonight against the 49ers Damn. because of their hamstring injuries. Damn. Adam Schefter. Damn. All I'm right. sad. So, Why don't you know shit about your team? Because I haven't read it in a while. Maybe because I Vol- worked this morning. Vol- so did I. And then I had to cook dinner. And then we started recording. Vol- uh, Valdez Scantling is currently leading the Packers in receiving. Oh, boy. I hope someone picks him up. I, Not that we're a fantasy he did, show. He was doing shit last week, too. He was. Valdez Scantling. I so, think he caught, caught a I mean, he's, down he's got a funny name, so like the Packers needed him. They're all over him. Valdez Scantling. So, Scantling or Scant? So, you know, we Scant. haven't talked Scant, about yet. What's up? That other team we never talk about, even though they lost again. The Colts? Yeah. And that's it for us, the football after dark, everybody. <laughs> uh, no. Instead of talking about them because they lost and suck, and I'm mad that I picked them to win their division. The Jets, though. 40 points in two games? What 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 is this? On. They're bad teams they're playing. Yeah. Uh, can we just... I know we were going to make a joke not talking about the Colts. But my lord, is everybody around Andrew Luck awful? Like, my... I watched... we, we, we make fun of the Packers organization for not putting any money no. around. No. no it so doesn't worse. even hold a candle oh, to no, what they did to they Andrew had... Luck. They had two years to load up. Yeah, and they drafted like receivers and running backs. And they loaded and... up on duds. They got they got guys like Naheem Hines. Who he's working out? Who's who dropped? I can't remember if it was a touchdown. It might have been a touchdown or or for, or like a third down conversion. Andrew Luck hit him like right in the right in the numbers for like a touchdown or a first down, and just it just dropped it. Oh my God, Chester Rogers sucks. Yeah, he's their lead receiver right now because oh Ty's out. Yeah, Ty's been injured. At least Holy Ty's like crap. their only good skill player. Defense is bad. Oh yeah, team bad. Uh, Poor but that's probably why we don't man. talk about it much. Who's all right? Here's a fun one. Who's more trapped, Andrew Luck or Derek Carr? Andrew, he signed the contract. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Luck, he's stuck on contract. Isn't and Derek Carr though? No, he's, so. isn't he playing for a contract this year or next year? Yeah, I thought his contracts. I think he's up next year. I mean, don't quote oh, me. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't think so. I thought he got signed like two years ago, maybe no, a year really. ago. They, I don't know. I don't know if they resigned him right after he broke his leg or not. Yeah, I don't remember. Man, but that's, uh, that's tough. Steve Wilkes, the pussy coach of the week. Oh, why? Oh, yeah. Let me. Uh, because he won't lean on David Johnson for his offense. All the end. It's a good point. He, they didn't because get because what if he they gets didn't. injured? Okay, yep. what if you lose every fucking game because you won't give him the ball 30 times because that's the only way you're going to win? I don't know if it's the only way they're going to win, but he should see the ball more in general. They just seem to be forgetting he exists at times. Exactly. Yeah, I know they I know they fall behind and start losing, but like you should be using your best playmakers. Yeah, just like the same thing with the Cowboys. are like Just give Zeke the ball like 30 times. Just do it. 
find a way to win, or at least be competitive. Right, instead of just taking the loss because you're scared. Should I, uh, since we were talking about Cooper and now we're talking about the Cardinals, uh, I think all of you might have seen it. Did you guys see my potential three-way trade that could happen? Or, like, yeah. did you give your thoughts on it? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Okay, so first of all, I didn't. I had to actually ask if you could do three-way trades in the NFL, and I had someone tell me that one happened apparently last year, and I didn't know, or at least I forgot. It was Rams, Bills, Eagles. Yes. Um, Hell yeah. So <laughs> so uh, my three-way trade involves my team, selfishly, um, but I think that it works when you consider that these two other people, obviously the this involves Le'Veon Bell as well. But these are also two people that are on trading blocks with their respective teams. And I feel like if you just shuffled the three players around to the three teams involved, all three teams would get something out of it. Uh, the first one is obviously Le'Veon Bell and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go to Oakland? Yes. Uh, Le'Veon gets traded to Oakland. Oakland. Trades Coop to Arizona? Yes. And then Peterson traded to the Steelers. Ew. Is Trey Boston. Trey Boston's a safety. We don't need safeties. Mm. We need someone to We need someone to allow Artie Burns to not play. <laughs> Peterson's on such a higher level than any of those players. I think he's okay, but the th- okay. He is on a higher level than them. He also has probably the least amount of time left in his prime. Really? Because he's been around longer. I'd give you, I'd give you, Chandler Jones, and then you can have a Chicago mini. A Chicago mini. Yeah, you'd have T.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, both rushing. Well, Chandler then... Jones wouldn't fit into their scheme, because he's a traditional four-three down lineman. We wouldn't use him because we're the Steelers. We just would be like, oh, let's play, make him play middle linebacker. That's probably what would happen. The only the reason I was thinking about it was like, because a lot of people like, oh, well, the Steelers are getting the best player out of that. I'm like, yeah, probably, but I'm just taking it at face value as like the Arizona Cardinals are trying to trade him. Pe- like that's that's the bottom line. Like the, the Cardinals are trying to trade away Patrick Peterson. So in he thinking, needs to go to the Chiefs. In, thi- in thinking about. <laughs> We were going to get Earl Thomas, okay? It was going to happen. And then he broke his leg. Then you can take Trey Boston. I don't care. Put us in they that trade. They just signed Trey Give Boston us a four-team for trade. For one year. Give us a four-team trade. Give us whatever it takes to get Patrick Peterson not counting our Give offense. us a four-way trade. We got draft picks. Yeah. Now that you're back. That you probably want to spend on defense. <laughs> you should have tra- traded for uh, Cleo Mack. Every to. single team in the NFL should have traded. For should have traded for Khalil Mack. We didn't have the cap space. For we him. gave the same thing for Davenport, and we could have got Khalil Mack. Yeah, could have had a defensive player of the year. If man, could you imagine I, if we I, had Mack Houston and D Ford with Chris Jones and Allen? Oh my God! Well, Justin Houston is all washed up now. Can't play he's anymore. still, you know, he's still good. I, I know. I feel, I feel bad. For Davenport because he's always going to have that well he wasn't as good as Mac thing tied to him now yeah to me at least well to yeah you m- m- most Saints fans probably after the after the trade happened but I think that um I don't know like I asked you about Davenport last week and you're like he 
played the most last week, and he is pretty good. I think, right. it just, I think it's too early to tell. Yeah, he's he was a raw prospect. I don't know yeah, why you to spend two first round picks on a raw prospect pass rusher. I know we I know we're close to wrapping it up. Plus, we have obviously the thing we have to announce at the end that Justin's going to do. Yeah. Um, real quick through what is it six weeks now? Who's the MVP of the league? MVP of the league? Who's the MVP candidate? <sighs> Shit. Does anybody immediately have their answer? That mine. Yep. My answer is Todd Gurley. Yep. I, I was, I was, I mean, I was debating between Todd Gurley and. Yep. Yeah. It's Todd Gurley. Yeah, I was debating between Mahomes and Gurley, but I, I want, I, the my, like the first person that came to my mind was Gurley, but like I got the bias. I, the whole bias was Wait, taken no, over. No, when I'm you sorry. take the whole uh, who should get it and who's gonna, who would get it right now, should get it. Todd Gurley would get it. Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Should get it. Would get it. It would be. I mean, the, uh, the award's going to go the, – essentially, the award's going to go to a quarterback unless a running back rushes for over 2,000 yards. And that'll never happen in modern-day NFL. Gurley? It's going to be like scrimmage yards from now on. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all going to be about all-purpose yards or scrimmage yards or whatever because yeah. Gurley catches a lot of passes too. Yeah, He did rush for 200 yards, though, so that's got to be – that's got to put him closer. So did but closer. Isaiah Crowell. <laughs> so did Isaiah Crowell. <laughs> like, I remember – I mean, when Adrian Peterson almost did it, it wasn't like Peterson was like – Peterson had a couple games where he only had like 80 yards and 90 yards, but when you get those big chunk games where you get like right. 200 yards or 180. You only need 10 200-yard games. That's all you need. Yeah. Corey, yeah, sure. Math, but who's your MVP so far? Uh, Saints have a better win record than the Chiefs, so Drew Brees. They have a better win percentage than the Chiefs, so Drew Brees. Yeah, because they've only played five games. Oh, okay. He said win percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was like, what? Yeah, no, you, you, you're right. You find, though. I, you find. So two girlies and two girlies, one Mahomes, one Brees. Not a shocker who the Brees and Mahomes came from. <laughs> so uh, we've been At new. At least our teams are playing good. We've been new. Hey, our teams. man. Aww. Going to the Super Bowl, Chiefs Saints. Can't wait until Mahomes wins MVP over Breeze. Can't wait until. Well, that means we'll lose the Super Bowl to the Saints then. Can't wait until it's Packers Steelers and Corey and Matt quit the show. Oh my God! Because they are not going to want to hear me and Justin talk about the Steelers and the Packers. I'll take a two-week vacation. I've already had to live through one Steelers-Packers Super Bowl in my life. Hope you know it's unpaid. But it could be paid if you go to patreon.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. What did you say? F-A-D-P-O-D, patreon.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. Kids, go subscribe now. Woo! Are you saying Big people, up. I, We've been complaining about not having money for 22 episodes, and now you're saying people can give us money? <laughs> yes, you could give me money. You could give Corey money to spend on his LeBron okay, juice. We know we're not going to get any money, but if you could, if you could fuel our Fiji water habit. And wings. Yeah, the we four like, of us eat a lot of wings. Yeah, we eat a lot of wings. If we could get like four extra wings and a bottle of Fiji at the end of the month. <laughs> Each. Nah, just total. Oh, okay. We'll get a sip with a bottle and one wing. Oh, yeah. We'll <laughs> pass the bottle around. Shout out to Matt for setting up the Patreon. He did a really good job. Yep, we have uh, we have three different tiers on you. Go to patreon.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. Shout out to Corey for the fan team name. Did you say F-A-D-P-O-D? Yes, I did. F-A-D-P-O-D. You go on there. And you can, there's three different tiers we have for you to subscribe to. We have the $1 tier, which is the Fat Pod Fatty. You little fatty. 
just, we just appreciate your support of that tier. We don't really give you anything. Every now and again, we might do like Patreon posts or stuff like that. Maybe we'll do updated. a poll, keep you updated on what's going on. And if you pay us money, we'll you'll be you'll be you've been new in the you will be in the know. Or you could give us uh, things to talk about. If I will. We'll take it. Yeah. If you have, if you, Especially, if you subscribe uh, for a dollar, yeah. When it gets in the future during the off season, like that'll, like that'll be a huge thing. We can go to patrons and like, and like to have them like do polls for segment ideas and stuff like that. And, like we could talk about stuff you you guys want to hear us talk about. Yeah. Be neat. Then we have the big fatty tier, five dollars a month. You big old fatty, cause and then we'll shout you out on the show every week. Tier five dollar or up supporter. That means we're done talking about you angry until you give us money. <laughs> hey! This was your hey. last free one. This is your last freebie, my friend. Thanks, Mac. Hey! <laughs> That's right, angry. He's got to give us money now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just air horn? I just air horn. <laughs> Anyway, the third tier is ten dollar tier called the super fatty tier, <laughs> and that's where we're gonna put a little thing, a couple little things I've been saving here and there called the Fat Pod Deep Cuts. TM. TM. I'm trademarking that shit. Come at me. Ba- yeah, basically we before- have the deep cuts and the deep dives. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, we do. Before every episode, we sound check, and it is often not involving football. We talk about a whole bunch of just absolute nonsense, and. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's it can get like kind of give you behind the scenes of like other shit that we got going on in our lives. And if you subscribe for ten dollars, you will have access to all of all, it. all of that. And, and we it, have uh, some old deep cuts that I think you still have saved. I do. We will upload those, and you can listen to those some old bad. Recording like our first te- our first test we ever did. We just talked about last year's Super Bowl is still saved on my computer. Woo! And, give us ten uh, bucks. You can listen to last year's. Super I will. Bowl. I will put it up. I will put it up there as part of the deep cuts, and y'all can listen to how horrible we were on the mics a and year ago. You'll almost. get all our sound tests going forward because we have some other old stuff, but we used to not like save our sound tests. But always some, so we always say something funny or maybe not funny, but just interesting. And well, that could be part of the deep cuts from now on. So, and anytime we cut something from the show that isn't like too personal, we'll put it in there. We'll add, like we'll make we'll make just deep cut segments and you can listen to all of it. The catalog will be in there. You'll get a personal we you get a personal uh, RSS link when you patron to us and you can put that into whatever podcasting service you want, Google Play, Apple iPod, podcast.com, the shit we're on. And when we make a post to the $10 tier which will just be a deep cut uh, audio post, that will post to your RSS feed and you can listen to it on your podcast services that you subscribe to us through. Yep. It'll be a lot of fun. There's there's some good goofy shit in there. Hope you guys enjoy it. So yeah, make sure you go subscribe if you want to go ahead and hand us a few bucks, get our stuff underway. Our first goal is to get video equipment set up so you all can see our ugly fucking faces as we talk about football. We have a room. We just need some soundproofing, uh, a desk that isn't a card table, and a camera. Yeah. I don't Basically. know if we should be telling people all no, that, no. but it's too late. Some no. on squeaky chairs. Yeah, oh, yeah, please chairs. no more squeaky chairs. Yeah, I mean, it's just humble beginnings, you know? I, I mean, I'm how, I'm proud of what we have. We, we've invested a lot of time and effort and a bit of money and some buckets into this, and I, I'm really proud. We're coming up on our silver episode, boys. It's going to be 25 soon, and that's going to be a big deal, I think, for us. Week um, 9. Week nine, yeah. Week nine is over our the hill episode. Over the hill of the season, like we'll be, we'll be. That'll be right around the time for our next uh, fat power, power rankings. It, it will be the time for our next. We'll fat celebrate power silver with power rankings. 
That's um, right. I don't know, man. This is exciting. I can't believe we've made it this far. Mm-hmm. So besides on Patreon, uh, where else can people follow us, Matt? Well, you can go to twitter.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. What's that, F-A-D-P-O-D? That's right, F-A-D-P-O-D. Oh, why are you doing this, you lost? Corey. Corey, if you want to follow us on Facebook, where would you go? Uh, Facebook.com. <laughs> and then you go up to the search bar, where would you type in it? Uh, fad pod. FADPOD, sir. Yes, you would. I thought he was gonna name the cooking show again. <laughs> He's already forgot the name of the cooking show. <laughs> What's booking? Cookbook cooking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, make sure you uh, the like, comment, subscribe, tell us what you think about the episodes. Always hit us up on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at the Jusby. Matt is on Twitter at it's a me lefty or thistletoe or yeah or thistletoe <laughs> thistletoe rutabaga amazing oh, Kuiper's man. on there as real Nate Kuiper also <laughs> go ahead also as Finian that's right <laughs> and Corey is on there as Corey on sports yes, <laughs> actually <he. laughs> brick crutch. Dan German. <laughs> Wait, well, what was just we say again? We needed that. Jernigan. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, we have made it an hour and a half, boys. It's falling apart. <laughs> All right. I will hopefully y'all tune in next week. We talk about more bullshit, and I'll be really sad because the Packers will have lost to CJ Bethard. Find out if they do next week on Pod. Next week of Football After Dark. Good night, Finny and Gumbo. Oh, I was going to do like the old Dragon Ball Z outro thing, but that's probably copyright. Good night, Finny and Gumbo. Good Which night. one's Finny and Gumbo? Good night, Finny and Gumbo. Good night, Jurgen. I forgot everybody's names. Cooking with booking. Good night, Thistletoe Rutabaga. <laughs> this, wait, wait, this has been What's the Book? Booking in the cook booking. What's booking? <laughs> What's booking in the cooking booking? Good night, Jernigan. Please hit the button. Good night, Jernigan. I don't.